You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you're a 415-er, 415 you're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? The 415ers are back as usual Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy. Mark, what's up, my man? How you doing? I'm doing well, Evan. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Suns are shining here in sunny San Francisco in the 415, and we hope that it can shine on LA this weekend because the 49ers are headed to SoFi Stadium to take on the Los Angeles Rams in week eight. We have your preview episode as always. But where I want to start, Mark, and you know, throughout the week, we're kind of taking notes on how players are reacting to right now tough times with the 49ers being three and four heading into their um the last week before the bye. And, and something that was sort of Swirling around yesterday specifically and picked up was some of Jimmy Ward's comments. Now, this is a captain and one of the longest tenured, if not the longest tenured member of the San Francisco 49ers right now, because he was asked to move to the nickelback position. And I I, I thought that he was kind of a company man and how he responded to it, you know, basically saying, look, I'm going to do what's best for the team. Mm. But he did slip in the fact that it was a contract year for him and that Nickelback isn't necessarily his position, but that he's doing this because he needs to. He's not sure if it's going to be permanent, but I'm curious what your takeaway from his comments were, Mark, considering it, it, it looked to me like a guy who was saying what he had to, but felt something very different. Well, yeah, he was asked yesterday in the locker room about it, and he said, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to do what the coach is telling me to do. It's my last year on the contract. I'm just trying to be a great team player. Um, And then, you know, there was a follow-up, and and a reporter asked Ward if it had been a long time since he'd played in the slot position or the nickel corner spot. And he said, it's been a while since I've been on the field at all, kind of kind of joking but obviously that's the truth i mean he's been held or he has not been healthy this year um but he then went on to say i don't know man it's been a challenge man like i said it's a challenge maybe if i was at safety i don't know it probably would have been a challenge there too so there's clearly you know maybe a a little bit of unhappiness there from jimmy ward and honestly you can probably understand why i mean this was a guy that was voted as a top 100 player by his peers in the nfl as a safety Jaquaski Tart, his you know former safety mate over the last number of years, has gone to Twitter and, and and kind of defended Jimmy Ward, the safety, not Jimmy Ward, the nickel corner. Um, and you know it could really just be a one week thing. I mean, the Niners did it last week against the Kansas City Chiefs, and that was essentially to match up Jimmy Ward on Travis Kelsey for the most part. And Kelsey, you know, he was you know pretty good still, ninety eight receiving yards, but it's not like he was a game wrecker 
for the Chiefs against the 49ers. So you could argue that Jimmy Ward did a pretty decent job there. However, what becomes interesting is the Niners now have the Rams this week. And who's going to play on the slot offensively for the Rams? That's Cooper Cup. So it's a question of who do you want to match up on Cooper Cup for the most part. And I think what this move means, at least if the 49ers continue it, they continue to use Jimmy Ward as their nickel corner. Uh, it means that they're at least content with how Tashawn Gibson is playing at free safety, which would be where Jimmy Ward is playing if he does play safety. And I think it also means that the Niners are not happy with replacement level corners at that nickel spot. That's Diamandor Lenore, that's Samuel Womack, and that's Ambry Thomas. So I think we kind of have a combination of things going on here. Gibson probably playing better than the Niners previously thought was going to happen. And then not too much development from their young corners. Again, in Lenore, Womack, and Thomas. All that together means that Jimmy Ward in the slot corner spot, the nickel corner spot, might be the best defensively for the 49ers, despite the fact that he is clearly a better safety than he is a slot corner. No, that's true. And and it's sort of that that trickle down, that domino effect that is forcing, as you mentioned, Jimmy Ward to play that spot. Uh, to me, it kind of de- comes down to the fact that Ambry Thomas just has not really been up to the standard that the 49ers need right now on the outside, because if so, that would force uh, Lenore back of the nickel spot instead. You know, it's going to be Jimmy Ward. They feel like he's the best guy in, on Cooper Cup. Also, the fact that Tashawn Gibson has been pretty good at the free safety position yeah. throughout this season means that they can use Ward all around the field. One thing that I think is interesting is is this is not the first time that this has happened for the 49ers. I don't know if you remember this, but I believe it was Eric Reed in 2017 was forced from safety to play linebacker in a contract year and was a little disgruntled about that. I don't know if it's a coincidence that it was maybe hit the end of his time or the fact that it turned out to be his last year in San Francisco. He played three more years in Carolina, was a pretty effective, strong safety with uh, the Panthers. But, you know, this is and, and Ward, of course, has been the longest tenured, tenured member of this team. He may also have some recollection of that and what happened in the aftermath with Reed could be certainly worried about what his career is going to continue to be in or outside of San Francisco, as well as not necessarily being featured in his best position in a contract year. So I could certainly see where Jimmy Ward is not only worried about, of course, having to guard Cooper Cup on Sunday, a guy that is probably the best receiver, maybe certainly best slot receiver, maybe best receiver in football, but also worried about how that's going to basically affect his pockets in the future because if someone sees him as primarily a nickelback instead of a free safety and that's where the majority of the tape is this year and it's coming against guys like Cooper Cup and other top-notch receivers and he's getting burnt because he's wearing a club or he's hurt or he's not able to put his best foot forward that's going to affect his future deal so I can see Jimmy Ward having seen what happened in 2017 as well as what maybe is happening now and feeling like man I'm kind of getting the short end of the stick here yeah, and I mean that's also something that um, that his former teammate uh, Jaquasi Tart mentioned on Twitter as well. We talked about how this is a contract year and how the 49ers are potentially costing Jimmy Ward some money. You play him maybe a little bit out of position; he doesn't perform quite as well. Maybe that affects how much he gets on the open market. I, I think it's too early to be talking about that, and it's certainly not you know the Niners' plan to do that. I think that 
They just simply feel that given the construction of their defensive secondary at the moment, um, that's probably the best way to go about it. Maybe that changes uh, if Jason Verrett comes back. It seems pretty unlikely that that'll be this week. He was activated off the physically unable to perform list. That just opens the window for 21 days for him to be um, added to the 53-man roster. does not mean he has to play within that three-week span. just means uh, the Niners at some point in that three-week span will have to add him to the 53-man roster. It has not happened yet. But one thing that is interesting um, is what D'Amico Ryans said on Thursday about Jimmy Ward and about their nickel corner spot overall. He was asked about Jimmy and kind of, um, you know, his abilities at nickel. And he said, well, that's what we did last week for that game. And and we'll see how it goes essentially moving forward into this week and beyond. But D'Amico added, Jimmy is a unique player in that sense. And I think that Jimmy can do things that other players just can't. His versatility is very unique. He's probably one of the only guys in his in this league that can do safety, can come down in the box, can play nickel. He can do it all blitzing, covering. Not too many guys can do that. So certainly very complimentary. Interestingly enough, though, there was a follow-up question asked about Charvarius Mooney Ward. Hey, D'Amico, does Mooney Ward have the ability to play in the slot in certain matchups? And D'Amico Ryan said, I think Mooney is another guy who can do whatever. He can play outside, play in the slot. I think he can do a little bit of both. So that kind of, you know, lit 49ers Twitter on fire because there are a lot of 49er fans who do not want to see Jimmy Ward in the slot. They want to see maybe their best matchup man-to-man corner in the slot against Cooper Cup. And maybe we'll see some Charvarius Mooney Ward in that role. What does that mean for Jimmy Ward? Does he slot over to safety? Does it push Deshaun Gibson out of the rotation for a game just because it is Cooper Cup? I'm not exactly sure, but I think it is something to keep an eye on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, it is. That is interesting. And I get it. Look, if you're going up against Cooper Cup, you ideally want your best man on him. The thing that gives me pause and why I sort of do understand why Jimmy Ward will be playing in the slot is because the 49ers, I mean, D'Amico Ryan's mentioned on, on Thursday that it is the Cooper Cup show. That's that yeah. that's who they're going to get the ball to. That's who they want to get the ball to. I also, I apologize for the fire trucks outside. It might be Cooper <laughs> Cup coming to town. I don't know. Um, <laughs> But largely, he's killed the Niners no matter who's been on him. I mean, now the question is, are those empty calories? Are those shallow yards or are those yards that hurt you? Because we saw both this season as well as last season. And we'll dig deeper into the to the Rams game coming up in just a little bit. But I do think this point in the conversation we're having is is worth mentioning. Cooper Cup had 12 catches for you know 120 odd yards on, on Monday night earlier this year. And largely was ineffective. Uh, last year in the championship game, however, he had about 12 catches for 140 yards with two touchdowns. Was very effective in the win that got the Rams to the Super Bowl. There is a difference in what Cooper Cup can do to you if you simply allow him to get 
six, seven, eight yards a catch as opposed to what he normally does, which is catching, you know, intermediate to deep balls. He can beat you after the catch. Um, I understand where the 49ers feel like, hey, okay, maybe we're not going to put our best guy on Cooper Cup and have him travel with him the entire game because Cooper Cup's going to get his. The question is, can we shut down everyone else, which is what they did on Monday night earlier this year against the Rams? Oh, yeah, and the reality is um, kind of what you're talking about. One, it's not just as simple as, you know, one guy going up against Cooper Cup. It's, it's you know, a solid defense team-wide. But the reality is... N- if D'Amico Ryans is, you know, worth his salt as a defensive coordinator, he's not going to just throw a single guy on Cooper Cup and say good luck because you're you're going to you're going to get roasted. It's going to be a team effort to try to slow down Cooper Cup. You're going to have, you know, zone defenders shaded his way. You're going to throw double teams his way. Um, so it's not quite as simple as saying, "All right, Jimmy Ward, go do your thing in the slot against Cooper Cup." It's not it's not as simple as saying, hey, Charvarius Mooney Ward, go do your thing. Try to slow him down because it doesn't matter who you are individually. Uh, Cooper Cup is so good and he has a a great connection with Matthew Stafford that uh, any one individual defender um, is not going to be able to do that job very well. Um, So maybe, you know, we're splitting hairs a little bit in terms of who's matched up against him in the corner, because. Again, the likelihood is we will see multiple, multiple players uh, against him. We'll probably see multiple players lined up against him in the corner throughout the game or in, in that nickel spot throughout the game. And then we'll see, you know, some shaded help from Hufanga at safety, from Gibson at another safety spot, and then maybe from some of those other young corners that we mentioned off the top in, in Lenore, Womack, and Ambry Thomas. We'll probably see multiple bodies thrown his way because there's no way that any single person is going to be able to, to stop him by themselves. Yeah, it's going to be like trying to stop a top scorer in basketball. You're not just going to see one guy on him the entire game. For all those 49ers fans are also Warriors fans. You know, in their heyday, you're going to throw Clay Thompson at him. You're going to throw Andre Iguodala at him. You're going to throw different defenders at a top guy to try and slow him down, knowing that whoever it is is probably still going to get their 30 points. I do think that it is interesting that Jimmy Ward is – not necessarily being put in the greatest position to succeed. And and not that pro football focus is the end-all be-all mark, but if you just take a look at his coverage grades throughout his career, they have not been as high as the other things that D'Amico Ryans mentioned that he does on the field as far as blitzing, as far as playing the run, being able to play multiple positions, and that he's definitely the best version of himself in that free safety spot. But, of course, you got Gibson, who maybe isn't able to play in the slot. You've got, as you mentioned, other corners that can't play those positions. Um, so I, I could also maybe see Jimmy Ward. Look, no one wants to admit their faults or their, you know, what they're not good at. But if you just take a look at what he has been able to do better um, than coverage, it's a lot of different things. So I'm certainly going to keep track of that and, and how, if it is more of a permanent thing, I don't believe it'll be. I think Jason Barrett is probably the the key to all of this, and hopefully he can stay healthy when he does come back. He was a limited practice participant on Thursday. We'll see on Friday. Uh, D'Amico Ryan said he was progressing. Who knows if he'll be ready on Sunday. My guess is that they'll try and ramp him up to get him back after the bye week with some of those other guys that we're going to to discuss. But it's interesting, Mark, for sure, and and will have an impact on the game one way or another. Oh, of course it will. I mean, I think that's... One of the in terms of everything beyond injuries, I think this is one of the more interesting kind of chess piece moves that the Niners can make in this game. 
I'm not exactly sure which one is the right move. I tend to side, um, you know, on on D'Amico Ryan's side. What, what he did last week against the Chiefs is, you know, just put your best players on the field. Maybe one of them feels a little out of position, but put your best players on the field right now. And it's pretty obvious, at least in my opinion, that your best players on the defensive secondary include Tayshawn Gibson, include Jimmy Ward, and unfortunately do not include those youngsters, Lenore, Womack, and Thomas. So you put your best players out there and you deal with the consequences of those actions. It's probably the best decision for a Niners team that right now uh, has some questions in the defensive secondary. But as you mentioned, when they get a bit healthier, I I think we'll see a more common and, and consistent lineup back there. No doubt.